Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? This is episode two of the Believe in Nets podcast as part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian Winfield, a.k.a. Chris Plash, senior NBA writer and Brooklyn Nets beat reporter for the New York Daily News. And you know I'm already here with the one and only NBA legend, Kenny Anderson. Kenny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. How's everything? And the Brooklyn Nets are playing well. So James Harden is playing well, so I'm good. Real good. Yeah, you know the vibes, you know. Believe in Nets podcast is your source for unfiltered and unbiased Nets analysis. You know you can find us anywhere that you catch your podcast. That's Spotify, that's Apple, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Kenny, let's jump right into it. Let's not waste any time, man. Topic number one, road tripping. You know, the Nets are four and one on this uh, six-game road trip, and the only loss so far has come against the, the Chicago Bulls. It was the second game of a back-to-back, and uh, the Bulls just put it on them in the fourth quarter. But other than that, you know, the Nets have beaten the Pistons. They've beaten the Magic. They beat the Raptors. They beat the Pelicans. And they make they can make it 5-1 and one with a win in Oklahoma City on Sunday. So let, let's start here. Kenny, can you just talk to me about what it's like to go on your first long road trip of a season, especially with new guys that you, may, that you might still be trying to, you know, build that chemistry and cohesion with? Yeah. What you said, team chemistry, that's what it's all about. And, uh... Uh, you got a, a lot of new faces playing, you know, with the Brooklyn Nets this year. And, you know, even James Harden got to get back into the mix with the injuries and things of that nature. So it was team chemistry, team bonding. And um, the road the road could be very well. And um, right now it is, you know, for the, for the Brooklyn Nets. And we're not playing, you know, top teams right. on this road trip. On this road trip. So, you know, it's um, – <laughs> Not bad right yeah. now, not do bad. You, do early. you have to, I guess, like take this road trip with a grain of salt? Like, obviously, you see the record, they could end up five and one, but I mean, we call a spade a spade. You beat the Pelicans, you're supposed to beat them. You beat the Pistons, you're supposed to beat yeah. them. You beat the Magic, you're supposed to beat yeah. them, right? Like, I mean, on one end, it's like, yeah, you're stacking up those wins, but do those wins necessarily feel good since they're coming against teams that might not even be in the playoffs? Well, with, with, the, with the Brooklyn Nets, with all the new faces and things of that nature, just chemistry and coming together it's a plus regardless right James Harden with the injury now he's coming back so you know we got to get in shape you know to play in this long season and that's what they're doing they're playing very well right now they got to continue and um they got to continue against the the great teams right uh like you saw we we lost to Chicago but that was on a back-to-back so we had an excuse we had our excuse (laughs) (laughs) but talk to me about some of the road trips you went on as a player man I know you had some stories from the trips you was doing yeah I had a bunch of them man I I really you know really not say a bunch of those (laughs) about those road trips but um um some of those road trips we won we did very well the chemistry on the team was tight some wasn't you know it was just just selfish reasons of uh, mm. playing in the NBA back then. Uh, uh, money, you know, 
contract dispute. You guys just playing for contracts and things of that nature. And that's where you have to, you know, get on the right page, the page of everybody fall, falling in and, and wanting to win, period. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to come by. Once you find that, that niche, it's, it's great. And then you got an organization that's behind you. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lovely thing. Yeah, you you know, and, and it's lovely to kind of see the Nets because, like you said, this is a team that has ten new guys on the team, yes. and they're trying to put it all together. And it's good to see them. Like when you think back last season, you know the Nets were losing some of these games. We're talking about yeah. these are these are lesser opponents, but last year yeah. they were losing to the Pistons, they were losing to the Magic, they were losing to all these teams that they're beating now. So I guess it is a good thing to see them putting it together here. And and, and now we're starting to, to if we have to nitpick a little bit, right? Because that's what we have to do when a team is yeah. winning. Got to figure out where they could be better. Uh, we, we get into our next topic, which is rotations. And, you know, the, the biggest thing here that, that I'm learning is that LaMarcus Aldridge is the best center on the team, right? Yes. They start Blake Griffin, and, and Blake brings a bunch of different things to the team, right? He's going to be the guy that takes charges and dives on the loose balls and all that stuff. But Blake isn't, he hasn't been able to hit three-point shots consistently, hasn't been able to generate offense for himself or for his teammates. And And granted, you run that through Kevin Durant, you run that through James Harden, but when you don't have Kyrie my mind goes, okay, well, why not replace offense for offense, right? And granted, LaMarcus isn't Kyrie, but the way he's playing, I mean, he's averaging 13 points off the bench. He's not missing any shots from the mid-range. Why, why isn't it as simple as take your five best players and put them out there on the floor to start the game? Because of um, defensive purposes. And mm-hmm. that goes a long way with this game, the way it is played today. You know, it's, it's, it's about shooting the three ball, uh, the lane is wide open. If you've got great shooters, you're going to be fine. But it's trying to find that, that, that fine line with Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. It's different. You know, he's yeah. an offensive. He's a, mid, he's a mid-range killer. Yeah. He, 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 and he's killing. But you need to you find that um, fine line defensively. Uh, who's going to play harder? You know, not, not harder, but uh, die for loose balls, take charges. And Blake Griffin is doing that right now. So we have to, you know, you, I, I think the coach, Steve Nash, is like defense, offense. Yeah. And, and that's what we're going, that's what we're going with. And yeah. we have, and we can do that because we have Kevin Durant, James Harden. Right. So <laughs> offensively, we can mix it. We can come off the bench with, with Aldridge. And that's what we're doing. And I think it's great. Yeah, you, it's funny because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, the Nets yeah. are always going to be able to fall back on having KD and Harden. But, you know, and, and it's, it's it's wonderful that we have this type of a dynamic because I can always yeah. ask you yes. about what your experience was like in the league. How long, or I guess, ha- have you been part of teams that were kind of like a bunch of different guys that, that never really played with each other, that are trying to learn how to play with each other over the course of a season? And how long does that usually take for guys to like really start to, to build that chemistry with each other. Like I always say, you, you got to, you know, 20 to 30 games, right. you, you know, to mesh, you mm-hmm. know, the chemistry. I played with the Boston Celtics with Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce. They shot all the balls, but then the <laughs> other, but, but the other three, you know, six, seven guys played defense mm-hmm. and, you know, we got it together. But that yeah. was our that was our niche, and once you find that niche, you're in business. You know, yeah. you win it night in and night out. It's a great thing when you're winning. Yeah, you you know another thing. I feel like chemistry has almost yes. become a buzzword. You know what I'm saying? Like people throw yeah. it around, but yeah. they don't necessarily know exactly what it means. What's the hallmark? Like like say you go 30 games or 20 games. How do you know when that? Like how do you know when that chemistry is right? Is it just like 
a feeling because like the Nets are winning games right now, but their chemistry isn't necessarily where it is, where, where they want it to be. So how do you know when it, when it's where you want it to be? Um, I, I think chemistry comes when your best player, you know, except uh, night in and night out, different, you know, different players, mm. different plays, things mm. of that nature. He's, he's, he's coming into his own, but he's also reaching out to all the players saying, right. yo, we're a team. And, um, and, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's proven, you know, night in, night out. He might score 15. He might score 20. He might score 30. He might have a big time game, but he's getting everybody else involved in, right. the, in the game. And um, I think that's, that says a lot when, you're, when, you're, when your best players are willing to sacrifice for the team. Mm. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And that, that takes us right into our next topic because one of the Nets' best players is James Harden. And yep. he wasn't playing like his best self to start this season. We saw him with a lot of careless turnovers. His efficiency was low. He wasn't necessarily the same guy that we were accustomed to. And just these last three, four, or five games, he's really been breaking out. Uh, last night against the, uh, the, the Pelicans, he had 39 points, 12 assists. Uh, couldn't miss at times. He was hitting spot-up threes, which is what I like to see, right? Because James Harden, he's a guy who could dribble off the – he could take you off the dribble, step back, hit a three. But when he's hitting those spot-up catch-and-shoot threes, that, that lets me know that he's, he's, he's locked in. What are you seeing from Harden this year? And uh, just how much more difficult does it make to guard the Nets when James Harden is cooking and when Kyrie, when Kyrie, when Kevin Durant is cooking at the same time? Kyrie, you want Kyrie back. Right, you don't we Kyrie all, man? It's just muscle said, memory, man. man. Where's Kyrie? Where is he at? Where's man, he at? We, we all trying to find him. Yeah, oh, but James uh, Harden would be fine. You yeah. know, he, he, he's coming into his own right now. He's been injured, but it's looked like he's he, 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 it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. He's playing extremely well. You know, um, he had 30, 30, what, 35 on, on the last opponent he played yeah. against. So he's going to come. Um, and he's and by him playing, scoring, he's make other, he makes his other players better on his team. Right. He's just a great – he's just a great player, man. He could, um, he could play the one, two, uh, or the – I think some, some cases the three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's a, he's a real talented brother. And when he's, when he's feeling it, and he's healthy. We'll be fine. We'll be what fine. is the defense supposed to do? Like, how does the defense stop when you got Kevin Durant, you got James Harden, you got shooters? Like, what 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 do you do if you, if you're coaching against the Nets? How do you how do you what do you tell your team? Well, you play your your, your regular defense, you know, team defense, and he's hot. And you you contest his shot, and you so be it. <laughs> you you got to deal with it. Yeah. If you're playing the right style of defense and you're contesting, you can't. You can't let it affect that. You can't right. let it affect the game. You got to keep moving on. And um, I think that's what, you know, some of the teams. And, he, and these guys are veterans. They've been in the league long right. period of time. They've been people with a business. Right. So, you know, coaches know that. Yeah. And, and one guy, speaking to veterans, you know, rolling right into our next topic, Patty Mills. He's, yeah. he's kind of been struggling. Pat, mind you, Patty Mills hit his first 10 threes of the season. In, in the season opener, he hit 7-7. Seven uh, and then the second game against the Sixers, he went three or three. Um, and, and now we're seeing him kind of go through a, a slump, right? He, he's yes. eight to 35 in his last five games against the Pelicans. He just shot 0 of 4. Um, yeah. and, and the Nets are looking to him to kind of captain that second unit right alongside LaMarcus Aldridge. Do you, do you think Patty's the type of guy that you have to say something to him to kind of snap him back into it? Or you think he's just, this is just part of the ebbs and flows of the season? The, I think it's just the flow of the season. Mm. You know, you go into a, a shooting slump, you'll get out of it. You know, you practice hard on your shooting. After practice, you're taking tons of shots. 
and before practice you're taking chunks and shots. I just think it's you, you with a new you with a new team. Right. Um, uh, Kevin Durant, James Harding is in the mix, so your your shooting could be you know could be up and down any right. given night. You might shoot ten shots, you may shoot five. Right. They might not need you to shoot that many shots. So you know, in time, you know he's fine. He'll get it. He's just a slump. It's a lot of games. A yeah. lot of games left in the NBA season. Is there a such thing as helping somebody find their rhythm? Like, is there anything you can do, anything a teammate or a coach can do to, to maybe put Patty in a better spot? Or is it just a matter of shots not falling? Uh, yeah, just shots are not falling. You got to keep yeah. working. You know, uh, just keep working and, and off off practice and things like that. You're getting your shots up. And, and believe me, he's going to come – to life one game and he might get 30 35 <laughs> yeah right, he's gonna shoot gonna shoot the rock so yeah. it's just about uh repetition just going to the gym just keep working out and the main thing is your confidence don't let don't get down and yeah. he, and he's a veteran he's been there so yeah. he'll be fine got you 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 know kenny i'm i'm interested that you brought this up you know like we we spoke about it a yep. little bit earlier the, the Nets last season were, were playing down to their opponents, right? So if they were playing a team that wasn't in the playoff picture, yep. they would not put their foot all the way on the gas. And sometimes they might end up losing some of those games. Ha- have you been in those situations? And how easy is it to take an opponent for granted and then maybe end up losing that game? Oh, you, a lot of times, you know, <laughs> teams come in with bad records. Mm. Um, you know, you're playing against, you playing against Orlando Magic right now, the Nets right. 2021. The record is not good, but they're pros. They right. they come to work every day, and you gotta you gotta um, come and, and and find a way to win those games. Mm. Those the teams, um, Oklahoma Thunder, they're playing with a whole new roster, a lot of right. young guys. They really they don't really care about record as why they they just gonna compete and get better. That's what they want to do. So you're 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 the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant and James Harden. You're about to, you're trying to win a championship. Right. So it's different mindsets that goes that goes on in, in the mind yeah. of each player, you know, on, on those teams. And they gotta be ready to destroy those teams that are, are just trying to rebuild. Right. They're just trying to rebuild. You gotta beat those teams. And this is and, th- and you get this by your coach, you know, coach saying it and you're practicing it. And you gotta have hard practices regardless. Right. Regardless. You got to practice hard, go over your plays, the defensive strategies and things of that nature, what you're going to do, and you'll be fine. But yeah. you can't can't sleep. You can't sleep on those uh, teams in the NBA that's not supposed to beat you because they'll beat you every time. You you ever get caught sleeping against one of those teams when you was playing? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. A lot of times I played in the league for 14 years. I played about 900 games, so you know, yeah. a, a lot of a lot of a lot of times you get caught sleeping on those teams, and they and they come up and beat you. Yeah, I mean, is it is it hard not to take those? I guess because you're not supposed to lose those games, right? You're not supposed to lose them, but there's also you know um, fatigue. Yeah, back to back games and stuff yeah. like that. They're hit. They're they're hit, and that's what you do. And when 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 I was I was on some teams that. Wasn't supposed some what wasn't supposed to beat some of those good teams, <laughs> and, and, you, and, and we right. say we got them tonight because mm. they coming from a back to back. They think they just gonna route us. That's when you're gonna play the hardest because those guys on those teams are playing for contracts. Right. 
So they, they're playing extremely hard. Man, that's crazy. And, and you know, what was what's even more interesting about that is like, Sometimes the media or the fans, they'll, they'll kill these teams. Like if you're, if you're a top four team and you lose to one of the teams at the bottom, you're never going to hear the end of it. But, but that's just part of, of how it goes sometimes. Like you can't win them all. And, and, and sometimes you're just going to lose to some of these teams that, that really – that's what Steve Nash says. He'll just say, hey, some of these teams don't have anything to lose. So yes. they'll come and out that, and punch us in the mouth and, and that's yep. it. Yeah, and that's the, that, that's the rough part. They don't yeah. have nothing to lose. They're just playing – I'm, I'm telling you, they're just playing for contracts. Yeah, and, and guys, and, and from one to five on the position, like, you know, how can I compete right. to make enough, you know, to make a big contract, to to be one of the top players uh, in my position, you know, that they're, they're doing that, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's one more team that we got to talk about because the Nets are gonna wrap up this road trip, uh, yeah. in in Oklahoma City. And yeah. as soon as they get back, man, they got to play the number one. I'll, I'll tell you this. I didn't think that the Warriors were going to be this good coming out. They didn't have Clay. You know, they still don't have Clay. They don't have James Wiseman right now. Both of them are hurt, trying to come back from injuries. You know what I'm saying? I've never really been a big believer in Andrew Wiggins just because of what I've seen from him in Minnesota. And, and I, didn't, I didn't think Steph by himself could get it done. But Steph is looking like an MVP candidate. And the way that the Warriors are playing right now, I mean, they're locking teams up. They're moving the ball. Uh, are you surprised at all? They're eleven and one. They've only lost once this season. I'm, I'm surprised at their record, but not 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 surprised. Steve uh, Steve Kerr he does a great job coaching those young men, and um, Stephen Curry is just the ultimate pro. Yeah, he's the ultimate pro. He's a great player, and I think those guys feed off of him. Yeah, they feed off of him, and they got a lot of young studs right now. That's you know deciding to play. Mm. They play in the right way. And it seemed to me when I watched them, they having fun doing it. Right. They have a lot of fun, man. Um, um, they just play the right way. Everybody yeah. see everybody shares the ball. They're getting good shots. And it just seemed to me they're having fun. And that's the great thing about uh Golden State basketball. Right. It's just like everybody touches the ball and they feel everybody feel wanted. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, everybody feel wanted. And when and when that happens, that's a scary thing. That I'm yeah. in it, yeah, because everybody's talented, right? But when when it, when that happens, it's a, it's a great thing, man. It's a great thing. So you do you think that the Warriors a still having that core that's been together for a little while yeah. with Steph and Draymond and Steve Kerr and whenever Clay comes back, and B just the way they play? Do you think they're going to challenge this next team? Maybe give them their toughest challenge of the season? Yes, I I, I, I think the way they're playing right now. I, you know, they're going to be tough to beat in the, at the Western Conference. They should yeah. win it right now. Yeah. And um, Brooklyn, we still got some time. We, 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 we still got time to come to, to mesh, to get better, to win the East. But it's going to be tough, tougher right now without, without Kyrie. <laughs> without Kyrie, that's a fact. And, I'm, and it's going to be a little tougher. But we can win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We would have to be ready to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, Philly, the whole Eastern Conference has gotten a lot better. Right. So, but we still got the best player in the lead, in my opinion. That's Kevin Durant. He's, he's just ultimate. Got it. And so we, we, before we wrap up, I need a prediction from you. They beating these Warriors or are they going to lose? What you thinking? I'm, I'm a – wow. <laughs> I'm going to go – I'm going to go with um, 
and they're, they're playing them at their place in Golden State. No, they're playing them at Barclays. That's the first game back from oh, the road. Oh, the, the first game back from the road trip, yeah. the long road trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest right now. Okay. They might beat us. Okay. Because the, 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 the road trip we're coming off of. Yeah. The long road trip, and James Harding is just feeling himself out. Uh, Patty Mills, Lamar Aldridge, Blake yeah. Griffin, everybody's feeling their way out. Yeah. So I'm going to give the nod to Golden State. But the future of the league, we'll get them. We'll get them yeah. in, in, in the season. How do you not overreact to that type of loss? You know what I'm saying? If you do come home and you lose to them, is that is that not something that you overreact to? No, no. They're the top <laughs> team in the West. You just you just sleep it off and you learn from your, you learn from that. Got you it. learn. And then you get, you know, more more game footage. Yeah, what they like to do, what they don't like to do. Yeah, and you use it. You use it throughout mm-hmm. the year. You Copy. know, and then you come back because that's the one thing about the West Coast teams. You only played them twice a year, right. home and away. So you don't have too much. But with the way the coverage goes, the coaches staff, you can watch the film every day on Golden State, and you can see how they change their games from time to time. Got you. Before I let you go, I got I got one more question for you because. I was having this conversation with a friend. Actually, it was we, we opened the conversation up to Twitter. You know, it, it seems like Magic Johnson is, is just revered as the unanimous number one best point guard of all time. But when you go to number two, there, there seems to be some sort of a debate there. Is it Steph? Is it Zeke? Is it Oscar Robertson? In, in, in your opinion, who, who do you have as, as that number two point guard of all time? You got to, you got to, you know, Isaiah Thomas, man. Mm. You got to go, you gotta go with him. You know, the guy um, I, I watched, I grew up on, and uh, Steph Curry, Steph Curry is is is, is wild. He shoot the shoot the ball extremely well, but um, Isaiah Thomas was the true point guard back mm. in the days that we all followed. Got you. Can can Steph catch him? If if, if Steph say yeah. wins one more ring, or if he wins MVP this year, or is it not even about that? It's not even about that to me. Okay, it's not. It's not because. Falls, uh records and things of that nature. Steph probably got them already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but just about playing the, the the point guard position, and the only thing you know Isaiah c- couldn't do is shoot well as Steph. To me, right. He can't shoot well as Steph. But, but other than that, he else. got everything else. Yes, sir. And we played in a tougher era. And I yeah Isaiah, we played in a, he played in a tougher era than than Steph Curry. So. Hey, the refs not blowing these whistles no more, man. It's starting to look like 80s and 90s basketball right now. I don't know. Yeah. They they starting to actually right now, right? Yeah, they putting their hands on them folks. I like what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it is. Kenny, thank you so much. That's going to wrap it for this week's episode or for today's episode of the Believe in Nets podcast. You can catch us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter. Go shout out Kenny Anderson. Go maybe yeah. go catch go catch Fisk. You know what I'm saying? They try and get a yes. dub. You know what yep, I'm saying? Yep, so, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, appreciate everybody for tapping in. Thank you.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.